And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. We have our fourth defeat in a row to look at, uh, but blooming hell, there was a lot to digest and talk about from that game against Barnsley on Saturday afternoon. Uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we're also going to look ahead to another tough game, Tuesday, uh, against another one of the confirmed playoff teams, Brentford, live on Sky again. Uh, mixed with me as we were for the live show yesterday. Hello, Michael. Hello. And Benjamin, um, people have been eagerly anticipating uh, listening to you today. Uh, so thank you very much for being with us, Ben. You're welcome. Um, that's it. There's plenty and plenty and plenty to talk about from, well, from a Rotherham United perspective, uh, conspiracy theories, decisions, missed chances. We're going to try and cover, cover all of that uh, as, as much as we can today, in as much detail as we can. Um, and yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Um, so one nil loss. Ben, start with uh, the overall game before we get into any specifics. We were, other than putting the ball in the back of the net, which I know I'm, I'm fully aware is the most important part. We were the better team, weren't we? Yeah, they were. I like Barnes, but they were they were rubbish. I'm sorry, they were. Uh, I don't know how they got there. I like Barnes. I want them to go up, but they were not very good. We dominated. I think they had one shot throughout the whole thing, probably. So I think we dominated and should have won. Definitely should have won that game. No doubt about it. I agree, Mick. Yeah, I mean, what what else can you say? I mean, we we had so many chances. um, Some of which were literally tap-ins. Some of them were slightly Mm. a bit a, a bit more difficult. We created loads. We had far more of the ball. I mean, I've not seen the possession stats. I don't know whether they bear that out, but we certainly felt like we had far more of the ball. <clears throat> and realistically, we were the only team that were pushing to score a goal um, for, for the full 90 minutes. 
Um, so yeah, uh, we were certainly the better team. Hugely, hugely disappointing result, to be honest with you. Um, we've got it. We've been saying it for a few weeks now. You know, we've got to start hitting the back of the net, and and we're creating loads. We're creating loads, and it's just not happening. It's just not happening at the moment. Sometimes due to, you know, goalkeepers having good games or whatever. But a lot of the time, it's due to just poor technique, poor finishing, not good enough mm. in front of goal. Barnsley put a tweet yesterday, something along the lines of praising their goalkeeper, which is fine, but he didn't do anything special. Every, every yeah. chance that we had was either straight down his throat or off target, Ben. It, though it wasn't yeah. a fantastic goalkeeping display, it was a poor finishing display more than more than yeah. the other one. It. Did he even make a save apart from Chio? Uh, well, the Chio one in the first half, there were Chio one in the second half, which he scuffed. And then the Chio one on the angle as well. So three Chio chances, I think. What? Oh, the first Chio shot, which goes straight down his neck that I could have seen. That one. Yeah. The second one. Where third one. Well, the second one was when it was at the angle when he could have gone down for a penalty. Oh, what? Yeah, that's another chance, actually. We should have won 3-1. I was thinking 2-1. Well, well, potentially, but also Freddie should have scored his chance. Smith should have scored his chance, or Smith should have at least hit the target. Um, Yeah. It's frustrating that we're talking about these, bit because we should be talking about the fact that the performance was absolutely on point. Absolutely on point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was absolutely. He, 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 they'd, they'd looked at how Barnsley played, um, and we just completely nullified their the, the way that they play um, and, and and dominated the game. And it's so so disappointing that we've they walked away with nothing, um, you know. And I, I guess I guess um, you can blame we can blame ourselves for that uh, for not taking those chances. Absolutely. Um, but the you know. Yeah, we've got to take him. We've got to take him. Well, we've been yeah. saying it for weeks now. We've been saying it for weeks. We should be out of sight. We should be absolutely out of sight of this relegation battle. Um, if only we took fifty percent of the chances that we're creating. You know what I mean? Ten mm. yeah. percent. Yeah. I'll take ten percent at the moment. <coughs> um, yeah. it, it, it's just. It, I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether it's a. a a mental issue or, or just, just a purely a, a ability. I don't know. Um, but it's got to change. We've only got four games to change it. Yeah, yeah I agree. I will find a defensive point of view, Ben. Um, Barnsley are heralded as a very, very strong physical team. Corley Woodrow's a big lad. Um, DK is obviously a big lad. And obviously Carlton Morris as well. But defensively, Again, I'll say again, we were absolutely on point. Richard Wood made his 550th career appearance yesterday. Our and defense you, or their defense? Our defense. Our defense. And you could see every one of those 550 games with experience used by Woody yesterday against DK because he just had him in his pocket, didn't he? I didn't think he did all game. I forgot it was playing until you mentioned it. He's not special against Woody. He just didn't. Woody had him in his back pocket. McDonald helped out a little bit, bringing him mm. down, getting some cheeky fouls on him, which I loved. Uh, <laughs> he, he got basically, he got 
What's the word? You got Englished, if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Englishized. <laughs> I'm not sure that's a word, but I, I, like, I like There's it. no other word for it. Got, but yeah, it wouldn't have had that in America. I can bet my house on that. Oh, 100%. It'll have never come up against someone like that because it'll have been a, it'll have been a bully. And you can tell that because technically he's not very good. Now. If it was technically good, he'd have scored when he got that chance. But yeah, he got True. he's clearly a bully and he didn't work yesterday, did he? He was he very poor in my opinion. No. The way they played, Mick, was... In, first of all, I like it. Me and Ben talked about it a lot yesterday. It's, a, it's an enjoyable way because it just keeps the game moving. Other than when they were taking set pieces, it were constantly forward and then backwards and then forwards and then backwards. Yeah, yeah. Which is just... It, it just keeps the game flowing, which actually suited us. Yeah, it did. It did very much so. I'm not keen on it personally. That's just not. I don't. I, I, I'm not criticising it. I'm not critical of it because it's incredibly effective at times, uh, and they've and they've proved that this season. It's not. It's not a particularly a, a, a style of football that I enjoy watching, um, but they're very very good at it, and, and and absolutely good luck to them. You know what I mean? And if 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 that's the style we have to adopt to stay in this division, then so be it. I'm happy. You know, um, the the ball's in the air far too much for me. I don't like it, but that's just like I said, that's a personal opinion, isn't it? You know what I mean? Mm. There's no right or wrong way to play football. That uh, you can't be snob- snobby about it. You know, if it's getting your results, it's getting your results. End of, because it's all about the results, isn't it? Yeah, and it's just, aye. Um, so, I'll quote. We, they've got a lot of positives to talk about in terms of performances. We are going to come on to them because there's certain players, and we want to talk about formation as well, um, but. We can only talk about one incident, unfortunately. Um, about one minute, one minute, one minute past three. You tweeted that yesterday, Mick. Just before that, yeah. About, just it was before. just after kickoff, within seconds. Uh, Mick tweeted out something along the lines of, "He's amazed that um, Johansson didn't turn up with a crash helmet on." Bearing in mind the way Gavin Ward refereed the game against Preston, and then almost a minute later. Um, Victor Johansson gets a damage to the eye socket, a black eye. It, whether it's knocked out or not, it's basically irrelevant. Fractured eye socket. I haven't seen anywhere. It's, I haven't seen Warnick quoted as saying fractured. I said damaged. Uh, now everybody else has okay. said the quest and everything like that have taken it. That means must mean fractured. I, I may be corrected on that. I haven't seen from any official source that it's fractured. I hope to God it's not. It's fractured. That's his season done. Um, anyway. Um, and yeah, he got elbowed in the face. No, no, no let's, not, let's not try and beat around it. He got elbowed in the face by Carlton Morris. Completely by accident. There's no blame to Carlton Morris. Uh, I've seen the second tier pocket suggested he could have been sent off, and I suppose he could have been sent off by another referee. I wouldn't like to see a red card for that, but I've seen it given for less than that, i.e., Thursday, i.e., Wednesday night. Um, uh, ben, we were, for once, we're all in agreement. It was a horrendous decision, weren't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, I try and defend referees, but I mean that's that's pathetic, isn't it? It's it's, it's weak minded, is what it is, because he's gone to blow, he's gone to blow, right? Yeah, and then pulled it away. I stood up and nearly walked away because I saw his whistle go to his mouth, so I was gonna go and get something to eat. And next thing I know, yeah. uh, screaming from my room, the other room, is he coming? He's not even blue. Like, I, I mean, 
I've seen the picture. I mean, I, don't think, I think I think the Crooksy one is a red card. I think that's a red card. He's jumped like this. Mm. Uh, going football or not, he's jumped like that. Like, jumped like this is yeah. a red card, man. You can't do that. You've gone in my bad books, Carlton Morris, because it's perfect. He's done that on purpose. <laughs> no, he's done. What he's done there, he's gone, John up, jumped up to leave one in on him to let him know he's there for game. That's what he's done. Mm. So, Possibly. lost my respect completely. <laughs> Fair take, take, uh, there's, there's a way of doing it. There's a way of doing it, and that's took it too mm. far. Fair enough. Uh, Mick, uh, we've talked about this a lot over the past 48, 28, 24, 48 hours as of Monday morning. Um, I've just put into words how you feel about that particular incident and then just the whole refereeing situation in the championship. I, I feel under a bit of pressure, actually, because I've, I've, I've had some direct messages on social media, so have you, uh, on about looking forward to my rant about the referees and everything else. I feel under a bit of pressure to, to, to perform. Um, and I can't. I can't. I'm just... I can't think... I, 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 we're 24 hours plus now, recording this 24 hours plus, I don't know, 30 hours after the game. And, and I cannot... I can't... I still can't string a sentence together that doesn't have an expletive in it <laughs> to, to, that, 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 that aptly describes the way I feel about it. I'm 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 utterly utterly disgusted the fact that in the last two games that that referee has, has, has officiated for us our goalkeepers come away with eye damage on both games and no sanctions been taken yeah. no sanctions been taken indeed what's happened is we've lost two goals as a result of it the Preston game that goal didn't matter. But that goal should never have happened because he should never have been on the pitch because he should have been sent off for booting Victor Hansen in face. <coughs> and yesterday's decision, let me rephrase that, yesterday's non-decision, I, I, I don't think I have ever, ever seen in the however many years I've been watching football. I've been going to Rotherham United since I was three. Obviously, I can't remember. But it's, I mean... You know, so we're talking fifty plus years. I've been to, been going to watch football, and I've never seen a decision like that in my life. I'm I'm still staggered. My immediate reaction was, I shouted, "He's not giving it! He's not giving it!" And that is still my reaction. That's still all I can think of. I've seen the reaction. I've seen the video, the re the, the replays on 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 Twitter and on social media. And that's my immediate reaction every time. He's not giving it. I can't believe it. He's not giving it. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You know, and, and I, I feel for Warney. I feel for Warney and I feel for team, for, for his team because, you know, he's, 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 he's come out and, and said what he said at, at the end of the game, which I'm sure at some stage we all think, you know, EFL are against us, everybody's against us. And when you look at it in the cold light of day, it's probably a really ridiculous comment. We, we've had Steve Evans say it in the past, you know, they don't want us in this league and all that. But then then you go back in, and, you, and you look through that Twitter feed for, from the IUFC and you just think, you know what? You know what? This, this is getting ridiculous now. This is getting utterly ridiculous. And we've got, 
we've got we're in a relegation battle here with a team that's managed by one of England's most high-profile players ever who will be a massive loss to the championship because of his name and everything else. We've got a club that we're in a relegation battle with who've got a board member on the AFL board. You've got all these things and then you start to look at the decision processes that have gone against us just this week. Let's not even go back, you know, the rest of the se- the, the rest of this calendar year. We're not even going to season because that, that you know it would take we'd have another three podcasts to go through just to discuss <laughs> all the all the decisions that have gone against us. And I do fully accept that supporters from other clubs will say it, it, what comes goes around comes around. We've all had these bad decisions. We've all had them. You know, referees are crap all week in, week out for everybody. And I I fully agree with you. Fully accept that. But but it just it just the way it feels at the moment after that yesterday was almost as if to say, You're going down. We are gonna make sure you are going mm-hmm. down. That's how it feels. And I know that's probably a bit immature. I know it's probably knee jerk, you know, and everything else. But that's how that's genuinely how it feels at the moment. They, they, they just seem to be determined that we're going to go down. I mean, that, that that is just incredible. It's absolutely incredible that that can be allowed to happen on a football field. Absolutely incredible. And yet, who gives a, who gives a monkeys? You know, it, it's, yeah. it's a little old toy town. Who cares? You know what I mean? I don't know. As long as we keep well, as long as we keep yeah. good old Wayne in there, it's everybody's happy, aren't we? It depends who you ask. Stephen Warnock on the on Quest uh, on the EFL show. What does he know? What does he know? What does know. Stephen Warnock know about anything? <laughs> eh? He's got an England Jesus. cap, I think. He, what did he find in the street? Or did he nick it off somebody? Because I mean, he's from Liverpool, isn't he? So he probably nicked it off somebody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've listened to Stephen Warnock. What an absolute clown. What a clown. I mean. <laughs> I mean, was his quote 30 years ago that would have been all right? Something like that. It was something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, Mr Warnock, if you are watching or listening, maybe you should check your calendar. Because it's not 1981 anymore, mate. It's 2021. Or even 1991, whatever you want. Whatever it is, I don't know when 30 years ago, I can't count it. But it doesn't matter, does it? Uh-uh. What a stupid, stupid thing to say. Yeah. Nah, it's, it's, I'm 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 sick of it. I am honest. I am I'm I'm really really tired of it. Sorry, sorry, Ben. I agree, Ben. I know what you're going to say, but there's been a lot of talk about. We all, I think, realistically, all deep down, we know that there's nobody out to get us. But you can understand why it's easy to feel that way. All you need to do is spend three minutes looking at the RUFC Twitter account and look at those multiple videos. It must be double figures now. And just start to think, well, I accept that we've made some mistakes by not finishing our dinner yesterday. But at the same time, it's, this feels like our Swansea moment, you know, from two years ago, when that when that, when we lost 4-3 and one of those goals was handball and a couple of other incidents. It sort of feels like that moment where we just sort of go, what, what, more, almost, what, what, what could we have done? We could have done that. 
Uh, I agree with the bad decision. I'm not going to dispute that. I mean, if I ever dispute a decision like that, just shoot me dead because I don't deserve <laughs> breathing oxygen and waste oxygen. I mean, I don't even know Stephen Warnock is England cap. What, under 19s, under 16s, under 12s? What? That can't be a serious cap, is it? But we, we could have done a lot more. But like you said, uh, all these decisions and like that, if that doesn't fire you up as a player, like that should be just like on your wall in a frame somewhere. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you wake up and you see it every morning. Does that make sense? Or is, yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? I, I think like, that's why Warnie said what he said. Partially. Basically, that, that people are out oh, to get us. You, you, it's, it's us against the world, basically. Because it's got to... I mean, if, you're, right, you're right, it's got to start firing people up. If, if you don't fire up, I, 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 just, I don't know what will. I, yeah. I don't know what will. You know what I mean? That, uh, but, that incident needs to be on a, on a permanent loop in changing rooms. It does, obviously. Yeah, this, this is another thing as well, right? There is, obviously, playing football and doing stuff, right? But, do you know if you're Freddy? Why don't you leave one in on him? Do exactly what he did. And if you get sent off, say, well, yeah. listen. Listen. What's different? Because if you do that, right, then there's going to be a sanction from the EFL. It's impossible to not do it. I'm not for, like, what you lot were saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in the freeze here. I'm like, I said, what point doing that, getting sent off and you won't be in the stands? If you do that as a Fed day and you get sent off or get booked and you say, well, what's the difference? And he ignores you, there's got to be some sort of sanction. It's impossible. If so, if if they're in, I'm starting to think the AFL's corrupt. I don't think they want us out of this division. I'm starting to think they're corrupt. They are. Like, no, yeah, I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, listen, sue me. I've got the evidence to prove it. Like, there is some strong evidence to prove that they are corrupt. Some very Grace, strong. Sorry. Everyone in... Well, the other governing bodies in football are hardly... What's the word? Angels. Religious groups, are they? Yeah, hardly a group of... <laughs> you know what I mean? A group of priests are all... They, they are very corrupt. I worry for the future of football. I really do. I genuinely do. Not not for Premier League. I don't care about Premier League. They can go and do themselves. I've lost all my respect for a lot of Premier League clubs after the last week or so, or six. But I've lost a lot of respect and I will not watch that league anymore. But I fear for local football, Championship, League One, League Two, National League. Because if the EFL... I mean... They can't place uh, themselves, yeah. can they? They can't place themselves and this is the issue. This is why Matt Crooks' red card's not been overturned. It's nothing to do with nothing to do with the incident at all. I'll be very surprised if they've even looked at it. You know what I mean? I, I genuinely would. I've, I, I've seen that Keith Hackett's come out and said he cannot understand what the panel have looked at and why it's not been overturned. Keith Hackett was the head of refereeing, I think, in, at, at mm. one point. Um, yeah. A very, very good referee in his time. Paying it backside as well, to be honest. But nevertheless... Nevertheless, um, and 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 when you talk about is it or isn't it corrupt, well, it, we we get no transparency, so we get no indication as to what any decisions. Not only do we why they make the decisions, we don't even know what the decisions are. You know, they don't even tell anybody; they just get on with it. Um, 
they've not turned they've not they cannot possibly the only reason they've not overturned that is because they would have to sanction then the referee that made those that re- that, that gave that red card and the three others that they've already overturned they would not be in a position to do anything other than sanction him so therefore by that by, that is corrupt that in, in in and of itself is corrupt um so you know it, it's just it's just well it's what it is isn't it yeah, you've got no choice because it's a it, it's a closed shop, isn't it? You know, mm. you, you can't do anything That's at the all. Problem. That's the problem, uh, right? Sorry to cut you off. I don't no. like players talking to referees and arguing. I just want to get on with it because we could have won that game yesterday, bar the decision or not, right? But Dave Hansen, there has got to be some sort of question of do you have a personal problem after the two the games answer. after the two games there's got to be i'm not i listen i'm not i hate players screaming in referees faces i think you should get sent off for it i think it should be a three four game ban yeah right but there's got to be a question and i did see hansen go to him after the game and i'm not a problem with it because it's two games where he could have ended his career as a keeper he could have lost an eye he could have lost an eye in both incidents end his career the, the, the line of where you have a go at referees is is it endangering you for a long time and that is life changing life changing yeah. and to to not even acknowledge him as a referee is is I can't even believe it it's not it's even arrogant. as a human being like as a as a human being, you have to say like even if you say, "Listen, I'm sorry, I made a mistake both times." Just say it. Don't ignore him. That is that insights on what person he is. Because I have no respect for him as a person. None. I I don't like him as a person. I ain't even met him. And you can tell what kind of man he is just from that. By not even acknowledging him, just pull him aside and say. Listen, yeah, I might have made the wrong decision. Or if you, if you believe in the decision you've made, tell him what you saw. Explain it. Explain it. Because if you're confident in that decision, why would you have any problem telling you anyone what you saw? If you're confident, isn't it? Just tell him what this... you saw. Because he's, you know, he must have. There's a thought process that must have gone through his head of, I've seen, I've seen, uh, like you know what I mean. I've seen, mm. whatever. Then tell him. I've seen whatever. You know what I mean? He's got to have seen something that said that's not a red card. If so, tell your Hansen that. Don't just walk away. Yeah. It's rude. He's, he's, just, he's rude. And, I mean, he should lose his job for that. If I mean, if he, I'm, he's losing his job. If it's worth if, that, if that's any other industry, not only would he, would, he be, would he be sanctioned because of the original decision, he would have also been sanctioned for treating yeah. somebody like that. It's... <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't think a of a comparison. It's, it's, a colleague like that. Yeah, it's effectively a colleague. a colleague. Yeah, basically, yeah. And that's not, you can't do that. You would, you would literally get sanctioned for that in your job. You would get a disciplinary investigation, whatever it may be. There would be consequences to what you're, whether it's that you have to go on a course to, to understand how to deal with a person in the real world. You would have to go down certain routes. The problem is that's not going to happen. It'll probably be reffing again on midweek or at worst next weekend. Yeah, well, so, the, the arrogance at the end back on the referee was 
astonishing is should be, astonishing should be the word uh, it, that should be the word I, I, we we used to describe it but it's not surprising in the least that that's how people think referees are from the outside and then he, he does it he just he plays up to the stereotype of a referee by being so, arrogant he knows he's going to be protected he knows he'll be protected he knows that the EFL will look after him he does not have to offer an explanation to anybody and anybody who complains about the fact that he's not offered an explanation will be sanctioned. Just, yeah, I mean, let that sink in for a minute because that, that there is, that, is the basis for corruption. It is the it's basis a, No, of it's it. the basis of a dictatorship. Yeah. Obviously, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. a country. It's a dictatorship. Is, that's what happens in countries like... Uh, well, I'm not going to name and shame. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 and and by the nature of a dictatorship, it is corrupt, and that's what we've got. That's what we have in football. At every level, you've got a dictatorship, and it's bizarre. And we're where we just stand, stand by and let it happen, and nobody nobody moans about it. Nobody so can do anything. Three points every other Saturday. Well, well, Nobody can do this, anything this, this because if, you know, if somebody goes down the, the wormhole of corruption in football, they will get killed off. I think it genuinely. <laughs> <laughs> off. That's what you've been saying. Yeah. You say that, like you say that. Look how far it goes. It goes all the way to FIFA. Some people are still in federal prison for being corrupted at FIFA. Look how far it goes. The world, right? Look how corrupt it goes. There's, there will be no change. Like I said it's no. a dictatorship. No, I, I didn't kill that. That was an exaggeration. What happens <laughs> when you challenge the leader of a dictatorship? You go away. You go, go away. away. Yeah. I'm not saying you get killed off, whatever. There's still people in federal, federal, I don't know if it's federal, prison, right? Yeah, it's federal prison. prison yeah. America, yeah. Federal prison. Just let that sink in. They're with killers, murderers. Look how deep it goes. They're, they're, they'll be in the nicest federal prison ever, though, won't they? They're not oh, going to yeah. be away. I'll be in, like, Sweden or somewhere where they have, like, pool tables and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, won't be like, like, <laughs> court and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Prison. Yeah. Be one of them open prisons. <laughs> you don't even have to go. Yeah. Well, um, I'd like Mick... to play games in there. I hope they don't have to oh. stick by any rules because there's going to be nobody to play uh, rules, is there? No. Uh, Mick, this is a very wide question, but... How do you fix that system? Because what, what what we're currently saying is is that these referees are performing to their best of their ability because they've had the training. So, so they're not, though, that must, they? but but they must be because no, they're not. No, they're not. No, I'm not having that. I'm not wearing that. I'm definitely not wearing that. I, I'm not that because if if that's the case, if that's the case, let's pop out to Stubbing on a Sunday morning, pick a couple of fifteen-year-old lads that come out and referee there because they are better. Hmm. They are better. So I'm not having that. I'm not wearing the fact that these people are, are performing to the best of their ability. These people are performing at a level where they know that it doesn't matter what decisions they make. It doesn't matter. They can just do whatever they like because they will be protected. They won't be sanctioned and they will be protected. They can do as they please. So it, they don't have to perform to any level. They prove it week in, week out. Week in, week out, they prove it. They have. There, there is no. There, there is no way that these pe these people are ever going to get sacked. It, it's just. That, that I'm not having the fact that they, they do the best. I can't. I can't believe 
when you look at certainly the last two games that we've had, but across the championship every week, if you're telling me that every single one of these these people are, are performing to the best of their ability, wow. No, I'm not having it, mate. I'm not having it. They don't need to. Sorry, what, what question? How would you, how would you fix it? <laughs> because let's assume there isn't just an endless pit of fantastic referees just below this, just below that they can't pick on. So how do you fix it? System is there, is, is it fixable without you have, to, you have to tear it down and start again? I think you're going to tear it down and start again. I think you've got it's root and branch reform of of the whole of football, isn't it? It's just it's just it's just gone it's gone so far now that it's out of control. It's out of control, isn't it? As 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 this. European Super League thing has, has shown, you know, and and now we're talking about these clubs are not going to get sanctioned because it would upset the fans and and players, you know. I, I, it's out of control, mate, and and I don't see a way of fixing it. I genuinely don't. You'd have to disband the FA. You'd have to disband all the national associations, the EFL, mm. and and start again from scratch. Because 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 the way that these these organisations have been built up over the years with the rules and the and, and, and all the all the sort of regulations that they have in place, and you know uh, all the structures that's that's in there. It's just it's just I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it can ever be. I don't think it's. I think it's just going to continue to 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 go downhill until it just disappears and implodes. Mm. I do honestly. I think football's not dead at the moment, but I don't know you how far that. it's going to go. You say that what's happening past week or two? It, it seems like it. It really is. It seems like it is. It's under I threat. Think. I don't think there's a doubt that football's under threat, but at the same time, uh, last season we weren't having these conversations. And you know about the referees? We might have mentioned yeah, it yeah. once or twice. You might yeah, have, we yeah. might have read a decision or two which should have gone the wrong way. Should have gone the other way, sorry. But I can't really remember many last season where I came away from a game absolutely seething because of a decision. Mm. I came away a lot of times because of how Rotherham played at home last season because yeah. our home form was bang average. But I can't recall in League One last time, time before is quite a long time ago now, but when in my head when I think of a bad decision, it's the championship. It's this, it's this league that is the problem. Uh, and that's bizarre. That's, that obviously shouldn't be the case. We should have the second best lots of referees in the country. We clearly don't in the championship. I know, I think wouldn't. that's something. There's a few. Jared Gillett comes to mind of a good referee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There is a few good referees. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking more bad ones Rushmore. than good ones. There's yeah. more bad ones than good, but there is there is a few. We just don't. Jared Gillett. I've. He's. You see. Uh, what? I'm sure everyone's seen the mics up of him. He's. He's a class referee. He'll be in the Premier League. So I. We will lose him to the Premier League because he's good. You said that, but who did he ref? Who did he ref against us recently? And he just kept every. Uh, kept getting every soft foul. He is, yeah. yeah. I don't. He, I think he's good at the Premier League. I mean, he's better than he, someone in there. He does the VAR for the Premier League. He does yeah. the VAR sometimes. I mean, that's more important. I don't get that. How are you able to VAR but not the three? VAR is more important, in my opinion. But well, that's well, another conversation. Yeah. But it's a very yeah. different conversation. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, but yeah, there is some good referees. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, positives. Because there were plenty of positive performances. Um, I thought Freddie played okay. I thought the standout, and I think the guy who did win Man of the Match, Mick, from the official website, was Chio. And I said to you, five minutes into the game, and it proves to be right, Chio's back in it. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it is brilliant. And, I love it. And to be fair, you know, uh, he's, he's found a new little place, hasn't he, for him? Yeah. Um, and either playing up front as a, as a right-sided, right side of a front three, uh, or even through the middle. I mean, he was playing all over the pitch when he was everywhere. Everywhere, wasn't he? Um, and, and, and wow, what, what, a, what a welcome return that is. Probably two or three games too late, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I thought it was an outstanding cheer yesterday. And he is going to get better. He mm. is going to get better because he's still clearly not quite up to the level that he was uh, was before. So yeah, I'm really impressed with Chio yesterday. Definitely. If he could find back at net then, he'd be a striker. Uh, yeah, I think everyone needs to just chill out. Yeah. Just in one game. Yeah, he could tear. Definitely. He could do his. He could tear the meniscus. Oh, of course, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. he would chill out. He's he's not back. He's been ninety minutes. He's back. He played well. He played amazing. <laughs> right, do it till the rest of the season. Then he's back. He can't do the football off ninety minutes. Well, we have got no. Well, we know he could have been loaded up. He probably wasn't. Ninety-nine percent he wasn't. But oh, you know he could have. So I won't say he's back yet. All right. <laughs> just let me have it. I'm not you just. He's not back. Just let it be. Chuck him a scrap, then. Come on. Three games so, is enough. Three games is the minimum to judge someone, I think. Yeah, so we've got, we've got no more Johansson to love on the pitch because he's probably going to be out for Tuesday. Minimum Tuesday, maybe out for season. Give me somebody else on pitch that we can that we can just love for how, what he does and how he does it. And Chio's the man. I mean, it, it was good. It was quality yesterday, but he's been one game. But yeah, it was good. Uh, the formation, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, go on. Finish that. I'd say we're going to be best. It was best play on pitch for me. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the formation, Ben. We obviously played three at back. Giles was definitely playing wing back. Wing and McDonald were definitely in the central midfield. Everybody else, I'm not quite sure. It looked like <laughs> Jamie Lindsay were at right wing back. And then it looked like we were playing three up top. So it were almost a, a three, two, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, three, two, 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 three, triple two, three, two, three. Uh, no, that, no, that adds up to eight. What, do, you, do either of you two need a calculator? Three, two, it was like a three, 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 four, three, four, three. Four strikers. I don't even know. Three, four, three. <laughs> three, four, three is the closest <laughs> we're going to get to. With Jim and as a right wing back, yeah. I think it was probably different. In, I think it was one of them where it's different in possession, different out of yeah. possession, one of them. So it's obviously a set formation. Uh, mm. But I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, it was one of them. I think, yeah, I think it was the best formation to play, not to have anybody really out wide on the right because it weren't going wings. Let's be real. It was going to be 50 metres in there. So, no point saying all this attacker, oh, you attack it. It's just, it it's just going to be an English game of football. Like, it, that's probably what the game on Christmas Day at World War were like. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see how it does again on Tuesday. I'll move ahead. Any, any final thoughts on, on Saturday, Mick? I, I should have won 4 1. Um, yeah, we should have done. We no, no, done. no. No, we shouldn't. We should have won 4 0. 4-1. I said this to Mick the other day. Oh, I can't remember when I said it earlier, right? There's certain things that you can't control, right? Refereeing decisions is one of them. We, they said, we should have, we should have, a, we should have they should have had a goal disallowed. We should have been sent off. Yeah, I think. 
things that we can control is Smithy missing, Gio missing from six yards out, Freddie missing from six yards out, who is a natural goal scorer. I'm not criticising, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> when I'm, you're putting um, air marks, that's a criticism. <laughs> well, uh, do you ever see a na- uh, natural goal scorer do that? I'm just saying. I'm sure well, she is Who? I'm sure Shearer's missing some sitters and Henri missed some sitters. Uh... Oh, absolutely. Fred, and Freddie's got a chance to make up for Alan. Yeah. In other games. But, yeah, Alan Shearer knows how to do it in a relegation battle, realistically. But, did probably. he? Um, uh, probably yeah. not. Yeah. I can't remember who else missed. Who else missed? Just empty. Smith! Smith! Smith should have missed uh, in the first half. Yes, that's true. Where he got crossed in. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the final positive, um, and I think it's important to point this out, is Hurst. George Hurst came on the, around the hour mark, and his work rate was top notch, Mick. Yeah. And he, if with a bit of luck at the end, he could have had a goal. Yeah, I, th- I thought that I went off my chair at that point. I thought that was going yeah, on. Well. I thought that was going to be the, <laughs> the, the season's turning point. Um, yeah, he played well. Play well, and I'm pleased. I am pleased for him. I know we've been critical of him, and 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 I'll continue to be critical critical of him uh, when he, when he does put the performances in. But you know, I, I I I'm yeah, I'm pleased. He, I'm pleased he played well, and and I hope he does get us a goal before end of the season. Um, and then next season, I hope I hope that he gets a move to a League One club and gets some ninety minutes in uh, at a decent level. Well, it might be us. Yeah, it might be back with us next season. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he played all right. It was quite positive, weren't it? Yeah, quite positive. Moving on to Tuesday, Ben, and keep up keeping with Hurst. Ben and Freddie got pulled up after an hour, and he didn't look particularly tired. And where Hurst came on and put himself around, I'm not saying Freddie played badly, but I think Hurst had more of an impact on the game uh, in terms of work rate. How tempted would you be to give Freddie a week, a week off and rest, and say to Hurst, right, you know, four games left. You've got uh, you've got Smithy Weir potentially Gio as well it's going to be space for you you're going to get a chance this is your moment to do it how how tempted would you be I won't give Freddie a rest I won't give anyone a rest at this point because it's the last week I won't give anybody a rest but you, that being said I wouldn't start him what I mean by not giving him a rest is he'd be in training every day oh yeah no, absolutely yeah definitely yeah, yeah. I mean that way, uh, yeah. but yeah I think he should start I mean the work rate I saw from yesterday I didn't see from anyone else Apart from Woody, realistically, I said Woody nearly scored. Uh, he had a chance, putting himself about getting involved. And I said to you, I didn't see no one else doing that. And it's not even skill. It's it's just one. It's just like where's the ball? Where's the ball? You know what I mean? Mm. Just doing everything you can to get the ball and trying to score. No one else even did it. No one else. I'm not tired. Whatever. Woody's thirty six. Thirty six. Let that settle in. 36. <laughs> he's old enough to be my dad. <coughs> Think that. Just let that settle in. All right? He's old enough to be my dad and he's doing that. So nobody else has no excuse, no valid excuse. <laughs> they don't. Oh, that's fine. I agree. I agree. So, I agree. So, Ben would start Erste. Um, a few of the stats part of the game. Um, uh, we've lost our last four games against Brentford. Um, the last time we won was in 2016, August 2016. And why was that win special, Mick? Do you know? Uh, no. It was the only game that Alan Stubbs won 
while in charge at Rotherham United. Was it really? It was. There you go. We're not mentioning uh, that name anymore. Not special. <laughs> really. No, not really. Um, we're going to assume we're going to be without your answer this season. Uh, for the, uh, certainly for Tuesday. If he if if got concussion under the concussion protocol, I think it certainly will be out for Tuesday. Mm. Obviously, Warnie will confirm that in his, in his pre-match, I suspect. Um, we've only won four games without your Hansen this season, Ben. And I know it's easy to look at those stats and say, well, you know, you could make a stat or anything, but... That feels like quite a telling stat that when Johansson's not there, we don't win that many. What I would say is if Blackman starts that game, we don't concede because Johansson gets to that ball. Uh, Blackman gets yeah, to that ball. We had a conversation didn't we, yesterday. Blackman either gets to that ball or he has no option to give it because he'll catch it and then drop it. And if, just, if, if he Just because of his height, though, isn't it? Because of his height. Because of his height, yeah. I thought he played well when he came on. Uh, mm. He let him know he weren't he weren't timid, uh, which which it would have been easy to be, given what yeah. happened uh, and their reputation or reputation, as it seems. I mean, I don't know how they've got that reputation, being big, strong, and physical. But uh, that's a different conversation. But yeah, mm. I, I have no worries. I'm, I, I don't really blink an eye in it, but blink an eye at it. Uh, I think he's good enough. Yeah, I, 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 I do agree with you. I know I, I don't think he had many saves to make, if any, but his kicking was 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 really good yesterday. Blackman, if there were any that went straight out of play, I can't remember them. But I'm, I'm sure there was maybe there one. Was, but McDonald yeah. fizzed it into him on his left foot, so it's like, yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, we ain't got a choice but to play back one. Now you're not going to put, you're not going to throw Vickers in, who's not played all season. You're not going to throw him in the last four games of the season. That that'd be stupid. So as things stand, Blackman's our man. Probably for the rest of the season, unless he makes a mistake, they'll probably keep the shirt no matter what happens with Anderson. I would, I would, I would have thought now. Um, it's going to be an interesting game, better make Tuesday. Uh, Brentford, obviously when we played him at home in December live on Sky, they were the, um, you know, the darlings of Sky Sports. Leeds that hasn't, United. <laughs> the Leeds United of this season. Um, that hasn't panned out. We're what They've got three games left and promotion has already been secured by the top two, which should be a source of massive disappointment for Brentford, bearing in mind where they finished last season. Yeah. They've brought in Ivan Tony. They've spent a lot of money. Um, but I think I've figured out where their problem is, Mick. They've been beaten in nine games, which sounds really good. Um, they've only won three of them mm. out of nine games. And that's number one. That's not going to get you promotion automatically. And number two, I mean, this is on a different topic. The chances are that's not going to win you promotion through playoffs either, is it? No, no, it's not. I think um, I think what's happened at Brentford is that they've seen so how bad Derby have been for the last two seasons. They decided to take over the take over the mantle of bottlers, aren't they? Um, <laughs> You know, somebody's got a bottle it every season. You know, there's always yeah. one bottler. Uh, Brentford took it last season. It looks like they took it this season as well because with the quality that they've got in their squad, they should be going up certainly ahead of Watford. Certainly ahead of Watford. No question about that. Um, and potentially ahead of Norwich as well um, because Norwich can't stay on the feet. Half of Norwich players can't stay on the feet for 90 minutes. Uh, whereas, whereas in my experience, in my, my sort of... Memory Brentford don't seem to be particularly one of those sorts of sides. Mm. Uh, they're a good football inside. 
So, so yeah, they've taken over the mantle of bottlers, haven't they? But there's, I think there's one point separates all four, um, all four teams in the in the playoffs. Um, and, and now there's nothing to play for now that Reading are not in there, which is fantastic news. I'm really pleased about that. <laughs> genuinely pleased about that. Not for the Reading supporters. I feel for Reading supporters. Genuinely do. Uh, but I'm going to keep my fingers crossed well and truly that that puts, uh, puts Reading into administration. Um, I hope it does. I genuinely hope it does because they deserve it as a club or the, the, the owners of that club, in my view. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it, they're, they're going to be vying for position, aren't they, within that um, that playoff race? But does it really matter whether you finish where you finish, whether you finish third or sixth? There's no home advantage. It's just a question of who you fancy playing first. Mm. Well, you can't control it. Even if you win all your games, you still don't control your play, do you? Yeah, absolutely. So, my my view is. Rest your players. <laughs> Put juniors yeah. out. It doesn't matter, does it? I mean, it is really close. I know this is not Rob's fight, but Brentford are on third on 78 points. Bournemouth, Swansea and Barnsley are all on 77 points. They've got a game um, in hand, though. Which is tomorrow. Yeah, which is... Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. They've, they've got one of the best English strikers at the minute, uh, certainly outside the Premier League, the best striker outside the Premier League, arguably better than a lot of Premier League strikers in the Premier League, I'm Tony. He has come on significantly from last season. When, when he was at Peterborough last year, he looked like a goal scorer. He didn't look like he had that much else to his game, certainly in the games we played against him. Mm. Um, but every time I watch Brentford this season, Ivan Tony is at the heart of absolutely everything that they do, which is good for Ivan Tony. Yeah. For, Brent, yeah, for yeah. Brentford, that's a huge <laughs> worry that they're going to be so reliant on one player. That's why they are where they are. He may not well. He may well not play. He may well, well not play on Tuesday night. He'll be on bench, won't he? You would have thought Probably. so. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, they are without their captain. Uh, Pontus Janssen got sent <coughs> off for Brentford against Bournemouth, so that's a bit of a plus. Pontus you know, their captain, uh, a, a big lad as well. You know, it's not the necessarily yeah. the captain part of them. He's, He's a key member for them because he adds that bit of physicality to that team who are not particularly strong. So yeah. it's been interesting to see how that lines up. Which actually, again, that should suit us. Will it suit us? We'll find out. <coughs> um, ben, positive news. We're going to start to end on some positive stuff. You think we can stay up still? Oh, without doubt. Without a doubt. Explain your confidence. No more to be said. What? Look at Derby. Look who's around us. Look who is around us. Look at Derby. I listen. I no offense against Derby supporters, right? You are crap. You deserve to be yeah. in League One after the after the financial gambles that you took mm. the past few years. You deserve to go down and suffer. In my opinion, but that's not how life works, is it? They'll stay or will go down because yeah. We've done. We followed the, you know, we followed the rules and done it legally, so we'll we'll get punished because uh, that's how football works. But I mean, four points, two games in hand. They lose, we win. That's serious pressure. I, I don't even mean tomorrow. We both lose tomorrow. We both lose tomorrow, and then we we, we well, it's one of our games in hand. It's one of our games in hand tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Mon- uh, Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, Tuesday tomorrow. Yeah. We win. Tomorrow, they'll bottle. It's Derby County, for God's sake. They'll bottle. 
We need a win and a draw, right? A win and a draw. Look at the teams in this division. You thought we think, and look, we've got to play. You think we can't get a win and a draw more than Derby? The worry is that they play Pickers last day of the season, who will probably be relegated. And what would they like to do? They can say they don't care about little or other more they want. But you know, if they end up relegated, it'll be the reason we get relegated. They won't let us forget it, will they? What if we win? <clears throat> oh, you, you, we wouldn't have Derby and Wednesday down. Oh, That'd be one of the best seasons. Oh, can you imagine? We've done double over the piggies, we've done double over Derby, and then we send them both down. Mate, that'd be. Listen, I would pay all my money and everything I've got and be homeless to be a player. Just right now, to be one of them players. <laughs> because to get a win and a draw, this is what you live for. None mm. of them will ever have a situation like this again, nine times out of ten. They have to realise the reality of the situation and how. How, what, no, realize the situation and realize in 50 years when they're old and grown and they look back on this, like they will look back at this and realize what what has happened. Do you know what I mean? Realize the situation mm. of it. And I mean, that's why you play football in it, just to have memories. And you can't do it, and you don't like <laughs> if you can't do it. Can't do it, but not me. Ben points out very, yeah. Ben points out a very valid point there, Mick. Uh, I, and I go back to my early days of watching football. That Ronnie Moore team who survived in the championship for those three years will live long in my memory for, forever. I will never forget those three years. Mm-hmm. And I, you're obviously same as that, but also you can go back to the early mm-hmm. '80s of that team that stayed up in the, in the old second division and yeah. challenged and had those couple of years. This is this is what we're talking about in terms of Rodham United. That if these guys manage to stay up, they will be remembered. Yeah, they will. They will. It's a massive. It would be a massive achievement. It's a massive achievement to have even got there in the first place. Let's be fair, because times are so different now to what they were. Even even to the last time we were in Championship, let alone um, back in back back when Ronnie were playing. The, the the game is completely different, both on the pitch, but but mainly off the pitch. And the politics and everything else that goes with that off off the field um, situation makes it far far more difficult now for clubs like Rotherham United, far more difficult uh, because of the inequality within within the league um, and and between different clubs. Um, but that 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 part of it is coming on to roost, isn't it? So, uh, but yeah, it, it's it would be a massive achievement to be able to 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 get out of this particularly bearing in mind the run that we've just had you know a couple of extra wins out of those two that 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 horrible run that we've just had and we'd be out of it we wouldn't even be having this conversation no so we talk about so being yeah. safe wouldn't we but 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 there's this this it's not over not by any stretch of the imagination it's not over but i just worry i can't after the last two games i mean even before the last two games but certainly after the last two games i just worry that things are going to conspire against us one way or another. You mean like missed chances? Um, yeah, I, when it, absolutely. I'm t- that's what I'm talking about. Things like... Not taking our chances. Not taking our chances and all, and couple that with the the, the incompetence of, of the people who are in charge of games and whatever other politics are at play behind the scenes as well, if there are any. Um, you know, that a combination of, of, of all those things... 
I think that's well, I think got... that's poor excuse if we were down. Well, I listen, think it's listen. An excuse. Yeah, you're probably right, Ben. You're probably right. And and, and, and I can't... I, I, I am struggling myself to even think that I'm actually saying things like that. And it's probably nonsense. And the bottom line is, one of those things has to go right. The one thing that we can control, and it doesn't matter what anybody else does. It doesn't matter about anything else. We take our chances. We stay up. End of. Agreed. Um, but on the referee, it, the referee on Tuesday is Michael Salisbury. Um, the last time, have you got this, Mick? No, you've got it. Okay. I know um, that name. You know, you know Graham Salisbury, uh, which is fine. He was the one at Scunthorpe a few years ago who played about 15 minutes worth of injury time. If you recall, nearly cost us the game. Um, this was Michael Salisbury. The last time he, he has only left us once this season, and that was the three-nil win away to Middlesbrough in January. Um, so again, from what I can recall, it was a very nothing game. There wasn't even a booking in that game. Um, so the last two referees we've had, we've got into it thinking, oh my God, they've got this guy again. Because of what is what they've done to us, this is we've got no history with this guy. Um, so let's hope we don't start making any history with him on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday after Tuesday evening, seven o'clock. I think it is, uh, as always. Yeah. Um, live on Sky because, well, I don't know. Well, it's not a, a, a promotion sealed, sewn up. I was say it's only uh, interesting. Playoffs thing sewn up. Before. Yeah, championship. The, the winning, the winning the league in the in the Premier League's done. The relegation in Premier League's done. <laughs> There's not much else to talk about. So, um, yeah, let's hope we come back on here on for Friday morning, and we'll have a beautiful three points to talk about. You, you even just what? a even point. If, even if we lose, I'm. Positive will stay up. I like positivity, mate. Even if we lose, I think even a point's good result if you can if we can gain ground on them. Good bear in mind that goal difference is better. A point, if we get a point, it's coming down to the last game of the season. If we get, a point. I agree. I completely agree. When do we have a <sighs> game in time. hand? Will Next it be Tuesday. 45 45? Like playing yes. 45 both of us? Yeah, so we're that on 43, they're on 44. That is what you That's just what you leave. Imagine being at the ground, like everyone's on the phone. It's, <laughs> I remember a few years ago when we were, we were already down and I think we were playing Blackburn. We were playing Blackburn? And uh, oh, who were we playing? They were rivaling someone who, went, who were in the relegation battle and they were just celebrating and it's just like, Oh, I miss I miss the thing, man. Because if we at that game, is it at home? My last game of the season. No, we're at Cardiff. Oh. Which we'd have been to anyway. We'd have been at that game anyway. We're going to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we'll, a step, we're, we're on a step in the right direction. Fans getting back to the ground. I think we are going to finish because we've gone on. But today, as we record on Sunday, we had eight thousand fans at Wembley Stadium for the Carabao Cup final. I think there's twenty thousand scheduled for the FA Cup final. Uh, and then obviously got plenty planned for the Euros at Wembley in the summer as well. So oh, everything's oh, in the step oh, in the right it. direction. They haven't confirmed that yet, but hopefully it, it will be full capacity for the knockout stages right. uh, of the tournament. That's going to so, be very weird watching that. It, just, it, it, it was so good watching City game today. And the game itself, second half, were awful. But when City scored, well, there was actual crowd noise. It wasn't piped <laughs> in or fake. It was actual crowds. And then they were singing songs that are not just generic songs that Sky Sports yeah. has just got in a loop. Um, it was strange, but it was, it, was, it was brilliant. So hopefully, 
August time, July time for preseason friendlies, um, we'll be able to uh, get back in there. I can't wait to get back in. Anyway, we're going to bambling on it. Yeah. Um, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel. We've passed the 200 subscriber marks. We've been piling there. We would very much appreciate that. Um, we'll be back on Friday morning for the review of the Brentford game, looking ahead to Blackburn on Saturday. As, well, it's getting serious now, boys and girls. It's getting properly serious. So, <laughs> thank you very much, Michael. Oh, you're very welcome. And thank you very much, Benjamin. You're welcome. And we'll see you all for a very happy, hopefully, very happy Friday afternoon or morning chat. Thank you very much, and we'll see you very, very soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.